Welcome to Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. To my left is Shane Bishop, and my name is Mike Wooten. We're happy to have you join us. This is where we talk about all things in culture, leadership, and much more. We're here to help you navigate the changes that you are going through. And we are now, Shane, in our first episode. We have practiced a little bit. Well, we actually released a special episode before our first episode. And that kind of throws me off in a lot of ways because this isn't really our first episode. It's really our second, but the first was a special episode, I suppose. Right. You and made that decision, Mike. It never made sense to me. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know here. Yeah. Also, we've done a lot of practice as well for this. Oh, a lot we? of practice. Yeah. yeah. Do you think yeah. we've improved at all? Well, practice makes perfect, so no. Okay. I feel like there's been no learning curve at all no, on any of this. not on my side at no, least. No. Well, we are excited about this podcast, but you know, this excitement hasn't really produced any sponsors for us yet. Are we trying to get sponsors? I'm open to sponsors. <laughs> what do sponsors do? Uh, you know, they do some things. They do, do some things. They do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it makes, makes me just feel better, I All guess. All right, so Mike is open to sponsors. <laughs> yes, I am. All right. Now, we do want you to know we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and to hear more from us. You can hear, of course, you want to hear more from Shane. Go to Rev Shane Bishop. Most people have heard all they want to hear from me. I'm sure of it. Or you can go to RevMikeWu.com. Search for us on social media as well. Let us know what you think, and please let us know how this is helping you and share it with your friends. Well, let me know. Let me let you know what I think, Mike. See, mine is Reverend Shane Bishop. Let me tell you how I came up with that, because that's my title and my name. So Rev, kind of cool, short, yeah, right? Yeah. Shane Bishop. But I notice that yours is Rev Mike. Woo. Yes. Not woo ton, just no. woo. Yeah. Where, how'd you come up with that, Mike? Well, it was cheaper, first of all. You had to pay by the letter? You have to pay by the letter. It's like getting letter. something inscribed, no, I'm, huh? I'm kidding. You know, I don't, someone called me woo all the way back when I was 18, and it's stuck at a lot of places I've gone. Not here, but everyone else, everyone <laughs> called me woo. But the other thing is, Rev Mike Woo, a lot of people spell my name T-E-N. Right. And it's T-O-N. And, you know, I don't want to conf- get confused with all the yeah. other Mike Wootens out there in the That's world. That's good. Good. I, I can't think of a single time I've ever, ever even tried to spell your name. <laughs> okay. So, but woo is, is really good. So, yeah. Rev Mike, Mike Woo. Woo. Yeah. Woo. You don't have to keep saying the ooh part. No, I think it's <laughs> important. It's, it's just woo, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, now All right. we're on it. Now, so if you want to hear from Mike, it's at Reverend Mike Wu. Absolutely. Not Wooten. It just Wu. Wu. Yeah, you'll be able to let that go, I think. You no, know, it'll point. never happen. I'll never be able to let it go. <laughs> it's somehow ingrained in my consciousness. Well, Shane, we're going to talk about ha- happiness. Who are you? Wu, 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 wu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about happiness today. I'm not sure. My happiness is going down I think down there's copyright right problems with the fact I just took a song by The Who and sang it on but, our podcast. Do you think we need to get approval for that, or do we need to reshoot or anything? No one knows who that is anymore. So. You don't. I, I get that. I get that. World yeah. Health Organization. No, no. Who, would, who would know who the who are? Yeah, go, go right ahead. Okay. Uh, because sadness is, is welling up within me. Let's just move on. Hey, uh, I was thinking, on a scale from 1 to 10, I want to know something that makes you happy every day, like get you to an 8 or 9, just an everyday thing. And first of all, I have a guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think you going to Huck's and getting a Diet Coke <laughs> is going to like rate an, an, an eight on your everyday happiness. No, no, it's only like a three. It's only a three. Yeah, it's only, it's only a three. And, and I think it just gets to the point, Mike, that you really don't know me at all. <laughs> I can tell that. You know, I mean, I, I just feel at times I, 
thought, you know, when we were going to do this podcast, I thought, does he really know me enough to do this? And now you're flipping something out there that you thought was an eight, yeah. maybe a three. Yeah, so you would give that a three. I got another guess. Before, before you tell me <laughs> well, what it's going to be, all right, I think all right. going, taking your car through a car wash is going to That's you. about an eight. All right. Yeah. That's about an eight. Every day I get my car washed yeah. back when, and I haven't gone to see if that's an essential service, but in my heart it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but a car wash, I take it through in the morning. Yeah. And it's kind of like a morning devotion for my car. Very good. Every morning, I just go it through there, and there's suds, yeah. and, and it's kind of like a shower for my car. And that does yeah. make yeah. me happy, Mike. Do you still go to a gas station and get a Diet Coke like yes. every day? So why in the world would you keep doing it if it's a three? Because I go to Circle K, not Hux. Hux doesn't have the kind of ice <laughs> oh, I like. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hux has Bang. the kind of ice that like breaks okay. the teeth of middle-aged men. But <laughs> okay. but Circle K kind of has chewy ice. And, oh, they got it, the good ice. They have the kind I like. So if you would have said Circle K, it would have been much higher. But you really don't know me all that well, which is part of the whole problem well, with this podcast. Well, that's why we're in episode one. <laughs> it's possibly why we won't make it and, to episode and two. To be honest, that's why I wanted to do a special episode. A so special. we could get a little work ahead of I like this, it. But I like it. Shane, we're going to talk about one of the blogs that you wrote today. It's called 12 Things I See Happy People Do That Unhappy People Do Not. Now, you write a lot, and you get a lot of traction, but something out of this world has happened with this blog. How many times has this blog uh, been viewed at this point? Yeah, I think we're just under 4 million on this particular blog. So I think it's fair to say, Mike, that I am a one-hit wonder. (laughs) For those of you my age, I am the Debbie Boone of bloggers. You light Mm -hmm. up my life. Have you ever heard that song, Mike? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, it's great. It was great. We loved it the first 3,000 times we heard it in high school, but then it started getting bad really, really quick. I feel like that's what my blog has done in in so many ways. Does she wear a vest? Uh, (laughs) Debbie Boone? (laughs) I I just don't know, Mike. I I have no idea. Okay. Well, she would have fit in with us. Daughter of Pat Boone. Oh, yeah. You have no idea who Pat Boone is that sounds familiar. Is that an actor? Is he a singer too? Singer and an actor? Yeah, actually okay. sold. Like 50% I, th- right. I believe he sold more albums than like Elvis. No, during I don't a that. certain period of time, might have just been a week. Well, I think I know why the Happy Blog's gone so well. All right, uh, recently there was a Harris poll that says thirty-three percent of Americans surveyed said that they were happy. So, meaning mm-hmm. that seventy-seven percent said that, uh, or no, sixty-seven percent said that they were not happy. And I've been thinking a lot about happiness. Lately, partially because uh, people just seem so unhappy on social media. So what we're going to do now is look through this blog and talk a little bit about uh, what this blog, talk a little bit about kind of the main points of this blog. And here's the thesis statement I think you have in your blog. Many people honestly believe that happiness is a lucky bounce, a sunny disposition or favorable circumstance, but you disagree. Happiness is a choice. Is that something that uh, you've noticed throughout the year, Shane? Yeah, this blog is, is not based on research. So yeah. it would be like almost every other blog in America. <laughs> this blog is just based on observation. I've been a pastor uh, for over 30 years, uh, and I just observe. And one of the things I observe are happy people. Uh, because they stand out. And the more time goes on, the more they seem to stand out. So these were just some observations that I've made about happy people. All right, let's get into that first observation right now. The first thing you said was that happy people focus on what they have and not what they don't have. What are your thoughts on that, Shane? Happy people uh, are grateful. They're thankful people. 
And, and happiness doesn't have much to do with how much or how little you have. Mm-hmm. It's your attitude toward it. So people who are thankful, grateful yeah. for what they do have are, are infinitely happier than people who are always complaining about what they don't have. Absolutely. That's a psychological battle that everyone seems to face daily is focusing on what others have or do you focus on what you've been given? One of the things that I've been doing just for the last 30 days or has actually been for the last 10 days or so is that I'm just writing what I'm thankful for at the very end of the day. And it's little things that, you know, uh, some days I take for granted, uh, just uh, my wife, uh, things with my children, relationships that I have from work and other places. And I feel like it's been good just to center me on what I have instead of looking at what I don't. I remember a helm when I was a kid. It said, count your blessings. You know, name mm-hmm. them one by one, and sure. it will surprise you what the Lord has done. I think it's a good discipline just to count our blessings and not get focused on what we don't have, but to be focused on what we are thankful for. Absolutely. Another battle that people always have, it's your number two point. Question the sources of your expectations. You said most unhappy people want things they don't have, and they want them bad. Are these expectations that we have, are they realistic? And, you know, you got to ask yourself, who is selling them to you? Well, I think the, uh, I think the advertising industry found out in the 50s and 60s if you, if you can make people uh, think that they would be happier if they just yeah. had a product or that people who have this product are happier than those yeah. that don't, yeah. uh, you can sell it to them. And so I, I think a lot of times our own sense of happiness is manipulated mm. by advertisers who are basically simply wanting us to buy their product. Are you happier if you use this toothpaste and not that toothpaste. I think they get at our own insecurities, and we get thinking that somehow we can buy happiness a tube of toothpaste at a time. So I think we got to question our sources of happiness because I just want to suggest you could have cases of toothpaste, Mike. And I I understand you're a toothpaste hoarder. You could have cases of toothpaste and still not be happier than a person that had a single brand of a single tube of off-brand toothpaste. Well, I don't know that for sure, but I'm going to try that now. Don't you think that expectations in general is renegotiating expectations? Isn't that just important in life in general, even in relationships? Uh, I know in marriage, uh, sometimes you, you you get married and you have these expectations of marriage. They've never been talked about. They've never really been thought out. But I think even in marriage, you have to kind of renegotiate your way through that. Yeah. Uh, one of the funniest things I ever heard about marriage is that Women marry men hoping they'll change, and they don't. And men marry women hoping they'll never change, and they do. <laughs> and so part, <coughs> I think part of any aspect of life is, yeah. is managing our expectations and dialing them down to something that is realistic and something that works better in the long run. Because here's the deal, Mike, yeah. and, and I know I'm older than you, and, and this may come as a bit of a shock, but the, the whole world doesn't exist for the benefit of us. Right. It just yeah. doesn't. So yeah. ratcheting down to find our place in that, there's some give, there's some take. Yeah. I think uh, I think questioning the sources of our expectations is a good thing to do. I think the reason why I had trouble with that initially is because I'm an only child. 
Mm. I'm being kind of serious and kind yeah, right, of funny right. about it, but I do know. Well, I didn't that think I, that was funny. Oh. <laughs> I mean, usually if someone says I'm an only child, it doesn't I get tell, huge laughs. Yeah, but there was people who laughed when I said that. I don't think so. I don't think anybody, <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe your mom laughed. <laughs> maybe she pity. It was a my pity laugh by my a mother. I cried when I yeah, said that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> okay. But, uh, and I love him so much. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, that's right. it. That's where it was happening. <laughs> no, but I do, like when I watch my daughters growing up right now, I see that they're having to learn compromise and, exactly. and they have to renegotiate all types of expectations all the time. So I do think that family dynamics can play into that. All right, another thing that you've seen happy people do, Shane, is that they are generous people. And selfish people, usually, you said, are pretty miserable. But giving people who give of their time and resources, they kind of tap into something greater than themselves. And I think study after study after study reinforces this. Uh, Generous people are just happier than stingy people. You know what? I actually looked at some research. You did. I did. So this is going to be that kind of show, huh? Well, this just for this. Well, one, when you, you have know. no sponsors, I guess you can be as responsible as you wish, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. This is probably why so, we'll never get a sponsor because we're trying to do serious journalism <laughs> and we have no idea what we're doing. So listen, there's an, uh, a bunch of combined academic studies that said this, that people who spend two hours a week helping others had a significant, significantly happy live, lives <laughs> were those who did not. So that was... I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. I, I think we see it. Now, do happy people give or do get, are giving people happy? I don't know, but I yeah. do know one thing. Uh, people who just see need and respond to that need with the resources they have find that incredibly satisfying and it creates a sense of happiness within them. Absolutely. Another thing that happy people do is that they remember happiness is not a destination. Shane, are you telling me that once someone achieves something or gets what they want, it's not guaranteed lifelong happiness? Yeah. A lot of times I think we pursue goals as if the achievement of that goal is going to bring happiness. And I think what we forget is happiness has to be found in the journey. It can't be found in just those 10 or 12 big moments. (laughs) in your life. It's got to be found in the everyday moments. It's not the destination. It's the journey. I've got a story. My first master's degree was in history. And I worked really hard to get the master's degree like you do. And and I remember I went to graduation and and all I could think about was just how utterly lame it all was. (laughs) And and how that I invited my family and they're just sitting there, you know, wishing they were somewhere else. And and, and, and it was just all so lame. And, and yeah. I remember that old song, Is That All There Is? You know, and I kind of think, man, is, is, this, is this what life is all yeah. about? And I thought, well, at least I'll get my diploma. And they handed me a diploma and I opened it and there was a little message in that says your diploma will be mailed to you. And it was kind of like, you know, this is like terrible yeah. cubed. Yeah. And, and, I, and I began to realize, you know, happiness has to be found in the journey because a lot of times when you get there, it's not as great as you thought it's going to be anyway. You know, when I was at my high school graduation, all our friends... You graduated getting, from high school. Well, just hold on. So <laughs> all our friends were getting their uh, diplomas, and you know they had those nice kind of, uh, um, I don't know what you would call them, but little... Pleather. Pleather things over yes, those. Yes. Everyone opened theirs, and they had their names. I opened mine, and there was none there. 
And my friends still question this day if I even graduated high school. Did you owe like parking tickets or did you have suspensions that had had not been served? Or was this a simple oversight? Did you make such an impression in your high school that no one even thought to make you a graduation diploma? What do you think happened, Mike? Uh, It was because of behavior, Shane. (laughs) (laughs) Because of excellent (laughs) deportment. They were trying to send me a message, but I did get that diploma. They, They mail it to you? Or did you uh, go up and get it yourself? I don't know how, how I got it, but I All got right. it. Okay. Well, congratulations, Mike. Thank you very much. Uh, I did graduate from college, too. Oh, sure. Uh, Throw that in. Just bragging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's another thing that you see happy people do. They re, uh, if you don't like your life, you got to change it. It's about taking control of their life, right? Yeah. When I was a school teacher uh, for like eight minutes, I was a school <laughs> teacher for eight minutes, actually for two years. And one thing I noticed about my good students uh, as juxtaposed with my students who struggled. I'd give a test in history, and my good students would say something like, I'd say, congratulations. They'd say, I worked really hard. My students that struggled would say things like, man, that was a hard test. Mm-hmm. So it occurred to me that the people who were more successful mm-hmm. saw their success as a result of their own hard work. The people who were less successful yeah. saw their failure as being something beyond their control. And so I just started kind of applying that to life over the years and happy people take control over their life. They make their life happen as opposed to let life happen to them. Right. All research points to choices we make have to increase our happiness or they give us that option. The types of foods we eat, the exercise, being part of a community, finding purpose, all those take intentional choices for a person to make. All right, here's... You got to be a star in your own life, right? You I have mean, to if be. your life is a movie, you got to be the star in your own movie. You yeah. can't be the person that's waiting there for someone to rescue them because it's not coming. You got to be the star in your own movie. Here's another thing you notice happy people do. They slow down. How is it that they slow down, Shane? Well, y- you can't smell the roses at a full sprint. Right. And <clears throat> what I have found is sometimes life just makes you slow down. It just makes you. Uh, How many times do you think you're so busy and then something will happen, a medical crisis or something will happen, and it is so incredibly easy to say, cancel my schedule for the next three weeks. Uh, It's just so easy to do. And so a lot of times I think we just run at such a dead sprint that we don't really take the time to enjoy our lives. So I tell people, you know, get a hobby. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your family. If you're, uh, you know, what, what are you working for? Are you just working to work? Or is there some enjoyment to be found there? Happy people have learned how to occasionally chill and rejoice and appreciate what they have accomplished. Yeah, I think that, too, takes some intentional time to kind of step back and see uh, you know, how you can slow down. You know, working with people in their 20s, I've noticed quite a bit that they struggle with balance, that they'll try to work, 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 and then they don't know how to rest, or some of them don't do a whole lot, and they don't know how to get the work. But there is a work, a rest relationship for us to have type a happy type of life. And I think in some ways your generation gets that better than mine. I think my yeah. generation, work, 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 work. I think your generation as a whole, when I look at you, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I see men that I think are better fathers than we were. I, I see men more involved in their children's lives than we were. Mm-hmm. So I, I know a lot of times people give millennials a rough time. I yeah. see some things I think millennials really do well. Amen. Well, we are slowing down by ending we're our first We're hoping to get millennial podcast. sponsors as a result <laughs> exactly. of me saying that, right? I don't think millennials yeah. are able to sponsor much. We are glad... <laughs> 
<laughs> We're glad you could join us on Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what you think, how this is helping you, and share this with your friends. You can follow our blogs at RevShaneBishop.com, RevMikeWoo.com. Who are you? And of course, you can find us on social media. Thank you for joining us, and make sure that you keep the change.